0: we've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Sunday, January 31st, and we are continuing our conversation with Jeff Bacalar. He is the editor-at-large at at CNET and This weekend, it's all GameStop. You're going to get sick of this story, I promise, but it's fascinating right now, and we really wanted to get an expert about the technology aspect of this, and specifically that this story originated because of Reddit. If you missed yesterday's episode, please listen to that one first. Jeff, you're back on. You ready to rock and roll?
1: Let's do it. I am Mr. Reddit.
0: You are, Mr. Reddit. So I think we really were wondering, both of us, like, what does this really say about the power of the internet and the the intensity that it creates, the amplification process? You said something that was fascinating to me. You said, you know, this really just shows you that we're like in the infancy of this. What did you mean by that, Jeff? What
1: I meant was we have still yet to understand how the internet affects uh, our culture and how quickly it does, or at least maybe not appreciate it, right? Like we just can't kind of get out in front of the massive swings in opinion, in in action that is capable with a groundswell of support from something that originates on the internet. And I think you saw it in our political cycle. If you didn't see it, where were you? Because it smacked everyone in the face. You know, I, I do believe that this is yet another, I don't want to call it a side effect, but maybe a byproduct of what is happening with our inability to sort of progress with certain things in in our modern day life, right? Like, we, I think there's still a lot of growing up that our culture has to do with how the internet and, and real life mesh and mm-hmm. interweave and, and sort of feed and react off one another. And when you have a moment like this in time, I think 50, 70, 100 years from now, people will look back at these milestone moments where the needle did move. And you know I think a lot of attention will be drawn to these, uh, what I believe to be historical moments. What we're seeing with what's happening with Wall Street bets and the reaction to the stock market, to me, is just another example of how there is still a huge population of people who do not truly appreciate the power of the internet.
0: I think your your observation is much smarter than mine that it says more about where technology is than where Wall Street is. In some respects, this surge of interest and this ability to have conversations with millions of people concurrently and to be able to harness all that power to do something is a technology story, not a trading story. It's just the the target was the trading story. I wonder from your perspective, if you think, does this instance where we have investors on Reddit, this big message board that band together and say, we're going after the people who bet against this company called GameStop, does that bolster the case for having more regulation of the internet, or more intervention or clamping down from the government, is it essentially a piece of information that regulators and antitrust folks are going to use to clamp down on the internet?
1: Whenever you hear about regulation of the internet, I think everyone's sort of you know ears should perk up and sirens should blare and red flags should be raised to me when i look at a situation like this i don't necessarily think and and i know you agree with this where uh, where anything truly nefarious did happen uh, especially from the the wall street bets you know point of view uh, of the situation i think the idea of regulating a communication evolutionary you know fragment of human life because it's not falling in line with a you know 100 year old you know, financial institution seems maybe a little, you know, regressive, right? I I just don't think that's the sort of way this is going to shake out. What I do think is this entire situation is really falling in line with the spirit of what the internet is really about. And that is that knowledge is power, that education should be open and free to everyone, institutions that were previously sort of behind this clubhouse uh, uh, velvet rope if you will are just not a viable way to conduct life when the internet is a thing and I, and I think moments like this prove that that is not a sustainable way to live in a free world this shows that you know you cannot have these institutions and and their privilege operate in the way they do and think that you're just going to be able to get away with it for as long as they have been.
0: Okay, so there are some that I've spoken to because, you know, I think Wall Street has such entrenched interests and, you know, I know that we have seen the story play out as David versus Goliath. Like, hey, it's a small retail investor putting it to the short seller, which may be true and I'm psyched about that because big re- big investors have always had the advantage, right? What if we come to find out, Jeff, that On this subreddit, we actually had big investors. We had some hedge fund people who were helping to rile up the crowds. I think that that's going to be a regulatory focus because that is actually not seen as a kosher thing when it comes to securities. Then I wonder, is Reddit going to be forced to moderate some of the stuff or find out who these people are? It's a good question. I
1: I, I mean, again, like... uh, and you know more about this than I do, is that considered, what is that considered? And how is that different from what happened on WSB?
0: Well, for example, if the subreddit people, if they had non-material, non-public information and they were putting it out into the community, then securities regulators would be like, oh, that's insider trading, bang, you're slapped, right? Sure, sure. But there is there are some securities rules about market manipulation. So let's say that, like, maybe you are Michael Berry, the guy from The Big Short. Maybe you did buy GameStop because you thought it was a good business. Or maybe you were this this other guy from Chewy.com, right? Maybe these guys really had fundamental issues that they were doing. But maybe other people who had long positions, meaning they bet that GameStop was going up, used that subreddit as a means to try to manipulate the market, then I think the securities regulators actually have a place to step in here. That's going to be an interesting part of this.
1: Look, I, b- I do believe I'm with you in the sense that I think once the the scale tipped and people realized what was happening and that there was about to be this massive surge in GameStop and there was this big buy that was going to be starting to accumulate and snowball, I would be shocked if if there weren't heavy hitters in that subreddit sniffing out what was going on and then and then said, "Hey, I'm going to ride this wave too." That of course makes sense to me, and I don't know if that's illegal. I don't it sounds like that would not be illegal because it's not necessarily insider trading. You're sort of just recognizing the thing that's shaking out
0: on that subreddit. So Okay, here's what I did. I just went to the SEC, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, and it says market manipulation. Market manipulation is when someone artificially affects the supply or demand for a security. For example, causing stock prices to rise or fall dramatically. Okay, that's market manipulation. That's the definition. Now, here it is. Market manipulation may involve techniques including, ready? Number one, spreading false or misleading information about a company. I don't think that's the case here. No, because I think they had like, they knew what the company was. They're actually, the I have to say the subreddit was like, these people are doing some serious research. Some oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. Number two, engaging in a series of transactions to make a security appear more actively traded. And here's number three, rigging quotes, prices, or trades to make it look like there is more or less demand for a security than is the case. I have to say, I'm looking as I read more about market manipulation. I don't know. doesn't actually seem like that was the case. Right, right. I think you're right. All right, we're done. No. um, (laughs) (laughs) Case (laughs) closed. Case closed. We're done. I just think it's so interesting because tell me how you think this plays in the whole discussion of section 230 which seems quite mysterious to me this is basically that internet platforms like reddit like facebook basically say hey we're like the phone company we put the lines out there what people say on that on those conversations has nothing to do with us is that about
1: right well the big issue uh, and the reason why we've seen a lot of that in the news lately is obviously because of what has transpired with, you know, actual violence in, in the real world. Right. And and actual nefarious uh, and dangerous uh, incitings of violence. So I think, you know, that was the straw that broke the camel's back in in a lot of the platforming that you saw in in recent months right so I think that conversation gets a lot more complicated as you get to the more granular you know specifics I don't think this situation is outside of that conversation but ultimately I don't think fundamentally a platform like Reddit will change what their users can talk about. Uh, that is just not I mean, again, you know, this is a much different thing than hate speech and inciting violence and racism and and, and all of that really icky stuff. There is a gigantic chunk of this country, the majority that is not invested in any meaningful way. So, you know, who does that truly affect? It's not an apples to apples situation.
0: So you come to the end of a week like you just saw Is this a good story? Is it a bad story? What is this? How do you make sense of this right now?
1: I think it is ultimately, I don't want to say good, but I think it is an ultimately a positive story. And I say that because you now have a gigantic, I don't want to call it leveling of the playing field, but you also have a ton of people who are not educated in this world all of a sudden, maybe not educated, but exposed to it. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And I do think ultimately every, your your biggest asset is knowledge. And I think the more you know, the more educated you are, the better off you are and the better off the world is in general.
0: Did you catch Michael Burry's tweet during the week where he said, ready for this? If I put GameStock on your radar and you did well, I'm genuinely happy for you. However, what is going on now? There should be legal and regulatory repercussions This is unnatural, insane, and dangerous. And so I would just like to say that those who are investing in stocks like GameStop or whatever the next target is, you got to be prepared for a wild ride. And please, you should only risk what you can afford to lose. Are you on board with that as our parting message, Jeff? Oh
1: my gosh, 100%.
0: So thank you. This was a last minute thing. And I 100% believe that you are always going to be my go-to tech man. Thank you for being so flexible and coming on with us.
1: Of course. It's my pleasure.
0: Where can they find all your stuff, Jeff?
1: Uh, The best way to do it is just follow me on Twitter. I'm
0: at Jeff Bakalar. B-A-K-A-L-A-R. A A Turkish name. Isn't that right? Didn't we figure that out?
1: That is correct. That is Mm -hmm. correct.
0: If you want more information, we'll have a link to all of Jeff's stuff. He is amazing. He is smart. He is my friend. So if you've got more questions, just send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Follow Jeff about everything technology. He's so smart. He's so wise. He's great on podcasts. He is better on video. He's a fantastic writer. So Check him out. Um, And if you have a question for us about your financial life, just send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. You can always go to the website, JillOnMoney.com. And... As always, the virus is still here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry to be the pain in the neck, but you've got to wash your hands. Please wear your masks. I've been wearing double masks these days. Maintain your physical distancing. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Do something nice for someone else today. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13, and we are most grateful that you are listening to us every single day. Grit, growth, grace. Mark hates that. We'll talk to you tomorrow.